Hello to you. This is Anchor Point, the daily podcast of the First Colony Church of Christ in Sugarland, Texas, and I'm Missy. Thanks for joining. Years ago, there was a skit with Bob Newhart on a show called Mad TV. Bob played a therapist who claimed to be able to cure his patient in a quick five-minute visit. His new patient comes in, and she takes some time to explain her fear. It's really a debilitating fear. When she's finished, he says he has the cure for her problems, and he looks at her and just yells, Stop it! And of course, that's funny because we know that it doesn't work that way. We can't just stop it. If we could just stop it, who would choose to remain anxious or angry or discontent? We often treat ourselves that way, though. We grow impatient with our own struggles and weaknesses and tell ourselves to just stop it. We have to replace unwanted feelings and behaviors with something different in order to form new habits. Thankfully, God knows how we work, which makes sense since he did design us after all. And he has given us instructions on how to replace the bad with the good. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we're going to replace confirmation, just conforming to the world, doing whatever comes naturally, with transformation. If we could put transformation in a pill, we'd all want it. But transformation does require us to be a little less passive. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 gets more specific. Rejoice at all times, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in every circumstance. That is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice, pray, and give thanks. Even if we don't know what else we're supposed to be doing in this life, God's made it clear that is his will for us. And those are going to be the tools for transformation. You know, studies show that practicing gratitude actually changes our brain. It's only been in the last hundred years or so that scientists have recognized that our brain have the ability to rewire. It's called neuroplasticity. So scientists have been learning it in the last hundred years. But as you saw with my first scripture, God has known this about us all along. The brain changes that result specifically from gratitude are increased happiness, reduced depression, reduced anxiety, improved relationships, and even improved physical health. You can search gratitude in the brain and read about it. Could it be that God was telling us that our minds would literally be renewed if we practice what he teaches us? Let me describe a few really practical ways that rejoicing, praying, and giving thanks might look. A lot of you will be able to relate to this first one because we've been doing a lot of eating at home lately. Anne Voskamp wrote a book called A Thousand Gifts. In the book, she describes a time after another busy dinner with her family, and she was feeling angry because once again, everyone had eaten and dashed, and here she was washing dishes. She caught her negative thoughts and decided instead to focus on a soap bubble. She spent time noticing the beauty of the soap bubble, the iridescent swirl on the top of the bubble that would kind of move around. And she gave thanks to God for that fragile beauty. And her whole attitude was shifted after she spent time thinking about that bubble and giving thanks for it. I like to look at nature 
and remind myself of God's faithfulness. The sun comes up every morning without fail. The water cycle keeps cycling, bringing life to earth. Our food crops grow in a predictable manner. God provides for me and for all of us in all of these ways, and I can give thanks to him for that. I like to remember the ways God has provided me for, for me in the past and list them back to him, especially if I'm feeling anxious, I do this. I list the ways God has cared for me, and then I tell him that I trust him to take care of my future too. Journaling is a really great way to help you remember how God has cared and provided for you. Giving thanks to God is a big part of praying continuously. Remember, that was part of that scripture. Rejoice, pray continuously, give thanks in every circumstance. So giving thanks is part of praying continuously. We don't always have to be confessing or asking for something when we pray. Sometimes just thank you is a wonderful prayer. The end of 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. We need to understand that what the Bible is teaching us is that being grateful and rejoicing in every circumstance is not going to come naturally. We need to be on purpose about it and practice. Just like any skill, it'll take time and may feel a little forced at first. Don't be hard on yourself. Just practice and trust God with the outcome. That well-known passage in Philippians 4 tells us that as we lay down our anxieties and learn to pray with thanksgiving, the peace of God will guard our hearts and souls in Christ Jesus. I hope that will be the reality that you experience. The people of First Colony care about you. Our church services are live streamed on Sundays at 8.30 and 11. We have a lot of material on our online resources page. There are entertaining and encouraging student ministry videos. There is a children's message uh, posted every Friday. You can access a free Bible study called First Conversations. There's a link to submit prayer requests and a lot more. We would love to connect with you online and hopefully one day soon in person. Thanks for listening and please share.